Inchon Baseball Weekly. Welcome to Week 7's Wrap-Up. This is your host, Richard Williamson. I'll be joined in a moment by Matt Mower, Inchon Baseball Weekly analyst. Really rough week for the Wyverns this week, losing six in a row. Uh, we are headed home for a long homestand all week. Um, let's look around the league. Eagles also struggling. Um, but the Wyverns, with six losses in a row, are getting close to the cellar again. We have 12 wins. The Dinos are pretty much unstoppable. Um, however, they have only won four out of the last 10. So they're kind of plateauing for a minute. But the Doosan Bears, also five and five of the last 10 games. The Twins are picking up a little steam. They are statistically tied with the Bears. Uh, the Heroes, also doing great. They wrapped up their series with uh, the Wyverns this week, doing really well. And then the Tigers are still in the mix. So now we're seeing some separation between the top teams and the bottom feeders. Wyverns and Wolves! Hey, Rick, let's recap the week's games and the Wyverns of the game. Sunday, the Wyverns defeated Kia 4-3. Wogs go out to Choi Jiang, who went 2-4 for four with a home run and two RBIs, and Lee Jian Wook, who threw five shutout innings. A flurry of Wyvern's woes began Tuesday as we lost to the KT Wiz 6-5. Jian Yi Yoon picked up the wog, going 2-4 for four with the solo shot. There were no happy dreams at Happy Dream Stadium on Wednesday as we again lost to the Wiz 6-4. Wog Choi Jung went 2-4 for four with a homer and two RBIs. The Wiz walked the Wyverns Thursday, completing the sweep with a 5-3 victory. Choi Jiang went 1-2 for two with a solo shot, earning Kowag honors with Kim Kong Min, who went 2-4 for four also with a solo shot. Friday, Hei Jie Won blew a 1-0 game in the bottom of the ninth, giving up a two-run pinch-hit single to Ju Hyong Sang, as Kaiwoon defeated SK 2-1. Moon Seong won through six shutout innings, earning the hard luck wog in the effort. Capping the week, the Wyverns fell again to the Heroes 9-3. Romack went 2-4 for four with a solo shot and won the wog. Well, Rick, despite only two errors in the field and an MVP week for Choi Jiang, it was a painful Wyverns week. Well, back to you, Rick, and I must say I take no delight in being right uh, in being right about the current state of the Wyverns. Weekly Roundtable. Matt, it was a big week for the Wyverns. Uh, they made a huge trade. Uh, once again, getting a reliever, replacing the reliever they just sent a couple weeks ago, and giving up one of their top speedsters. What's your take? Well, I mean, this is a weird trade. We we picked up Lee Tae-Yang, who comes over with a 1-6 record and a 5.80 ERA, and he has a career 5 and 5.29 ERA since 2012. Uh, we gave up a 2.95 hitter in no Su Kwong, and I just don't get it. Uh, you know, Kwong uh, has a little more difficulty stealing bases because he's older, but you get essentially what's a bad pitcher i mean i i don't understand at all 
It's interesting. Uh, Kwong uh, had 27 stolen bases last year, but he was caught stealing 10 times. That is a lot more caught stealings than 2018, where he only had four with the same number of stolen bases. This year, he had four caught stealings and only three stolen bases. So clearly, either his, uh, his brain isn't in the game anymore or he lost some speed. But it is interesting to me that we just shipped off a reliever and now we're filling in the reliever spot with somebody, as you said, with a career 5.290 RA. His only good season in his entire career was in 2018 with a 284. And of course, he's a he's a uh, late innings mop up pitcher. So his ERA should even be lower than that because he would be inheriting base runners and just generally being in lower pressure situations. And, you know, Rick, I know that you're not going to get a great pitcher with uh, no Su Kwong at his age and his uh, decreased stolen base production. Uh, but, you know, he's still a guy who's sitting 295. I mean, I would think you could get just like an average pitcher, you know, someone with like a four ERA, someone who right. can help you get wins and, and you know, patch up some of the bullpen problems. But when you bring in a guy with a 580 ERA, it's kind of like bringing in a gas can. Now, I will say that the uh, Wyvern's uh, outfield was very crowded. Um, in, in fact, if you think about it, they should have really acquired some infield assistance because the infield has been weak offensively. The outfield has been cleaning up. Uh, but I don't blame them for wanting to get rid of a left fielder. Looking at the salary exchange, uh, Su Quang, 175, and Yang Lee, 117. So pretty much a straight-up salary swap. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's got to leave your head scratching. We'll, we'll talk to some of the uh, insiders this week and see if they know anything else about this, and we'll watch the performance of those two players. All right, let's move on to one of my heroes, Choi Jung, with an impressive season so far. Matt? Oh, Choi Jung is in the middle of a 13-game hitting streak. He, uh, he had... Uh, you know, two, three, excuse me, he had three Wyverns of the game this week. Uh, he moved into third all-time in KBO homers. And I think at this point, there really is the discussion of just how great Choi Jiang is into, among the all-time hitters in the KBO. You know, since the other two folks in the conversation are Samsung, I'm just going to go ahead and say Choi Jiang is the greatest hitter of all time. Well, I, I don't think, I mean, Seong Yeop, you know, uh, Lee Seong, excuse me, Lee Seong Yeop was so good. I mean, he hit, uh, you know, 467 homers with a 300 average. He got 10 golden gloves, albeit at first base. You know, I think you do have, even though he played for Samsung, and we hate Samsung, of course, except for, you know, they make some good TVs. Uh, but... Right. You know, he, he hit 302 with 467 dingers. And that, but mind you, he also played in Japan for a while. So this is a guy who would have had like 600, 700 homers. He's essentially like Babe Ruth or something like that. But I will say this is uh, Choi Jiang is only 33. He's going to get up to 400, maybe even 500 homers. So we've got one of the great hitters of all time. And he's in the middle of a tear right now. Yeah, he's got six homers, 19 RBI, only batting 258. So he really definitely is coming from the back of the pack as far as his batting average. Um, 258, pretty getting there pretty close. Um, yeah, really, I, I would say we got to keep watching him. We really need him this year if we're going to have any chance of getting out of the cellar 
the rest of the season. You think uh, we can get out of the cellar, Rick? I, I, you know, we we are in a world of hurt. I mean, the only teams that we can beat seems to be like the the other cellar dwellers. Matt, if if I didn't believe in the wyverns with all of my heart, I wouldn't be doing this podcast or. We'd be turning to the farm systems and uh, young stars of the team and just ignoring the results. So <laughs> as long, long as I am forced to watch them every day on TV and to every week look at their stats and debate you, I have to have some faith. Well, you know, they- you you and I grew up in, in, in Houston, Rick. So you and I are, well, especially when we were young, I mean, we had a few great teams, but most of the years were bad as a Houston Astros fan. And so, but we still watch the Astros. We loved the Astros, even though sometimes they would lose, you know, well, well over half of their games and whatnot. So I love the SK Wyverns, but we're just not good this year. And it, it's going to take a while to work all these issues out. Point taken, point taken. So six losses in a row. Uh, I will say again that those losses were pretty close. Uh, three to four, six to five, six to four, five to three, uh, two to one, and then blown out uh, nine to three, unfortunately. But you're talking about a week's worth of games, always losing by one, maximum two runs. So really, we're in the mix. It's just sad to lose six in a row. Uh, but one, one really good sign, Rick, is that we're still playing uh, air-free um, you know, baseball for the most part. And I know errors are not everything in terms of baseball, but they're part of the equation. You know, like someone like Ozzie Smith would, would get errors because he would get his hand, his glove on balls that no one else would even have a play on. Um, you know, so errors aren't everything, but they are something. And when you make two errors in six games, that's pretty darn good, Rick. That is pretty amazing. I will say, for the most part, our pitching staff is uh, on fire. We've got we got five uh, scoreless innings from Lee Gong Wook, and then we look at the next game. We got Pinto uh, giving up two earned runs, so his ERA is at three. And keep on looking through there. Now Park Jung Hoon, I'm not even uh, you know I've got to research him more, but he gave up uh, five earned runs and in five innings. Definitely not good in any league but, in the world. But you know, Rick, the real heartbreaker, and you're right. There are some great pitching performances, but as I covered in Wyverns and Wogs this week, the real uh, the real heartbreaker was Friday's 2-1 to one loss against the Ki- Kaiwoom Heroes because Moon Seung Won pitched well again. He pitched six shutout innings, and we get to the bottom of the ninth, and that's when Hey Joe, excuse me, Hey Jay Hyun comes in and he he gives up the the two run single to lose the game two to one. You know, only getting one batter out in his closeout effort. Twenty two you know, pitches. He threw twenty two pitches for one out, and yeah. uh, just it's really shocking. I mean, and no strikeouts, two walks. Um, you know, at least he didn't hit a pitcher. I mean, he hit a batter. And, but, and yeah, I, pretty embarrassing. And you pointed out Lee Jong-wook, which was, was a great performance. But also, you know, uh, and this wasn't the same kind of performance, but Ricardo Pinto did go six innings, giving up two runs, or giving up three runs, two of which were earned. Right, right. So Pinto pitched well. I mean, he didn't pitch the greatest, but he pitched well, and he doesn't get any uh, win in the, in the book for that one either. So there's, you're right. There were some great performances, but just not picking up the wins. I tell you, if you look at uh, Hai Jun Hoon's last two uh, outings, 
one out, both games, 19 pitches uh, Friday, 22 pitches the previous game, two earned runs both times, uh, two walks both games. So he is definitely on his way out if he keeps pitching that way. Well, this is a this is a player making 125 grand, so he better start earning his his keep. That's that's the thing, Rick. I love the wyverns, uh, but you know we we want to see happy dreams at Happy Dreams Stadium. Right now we have uh, nightmares, nightmares exactly at Happy Dreams Stadium, and, and you know we want the wins to come back to Happy Dreams, and it may not be this year, but we will stick with it, Rick, because we are fans of the SK wyverns. I tell you what, Matt, I think the team is lucky they don't have to try to sell tickets right now because I don't think many people would be going to the games. <laughs> well, it's baseball, and baseball is baseball, Rick. And, uh, you know, there's several times where I went to Houston Astros games and there was nobody there. And you know what? I had fun and even one time got an autograph for from Jose Cruz. Cruz, because, uh, you know, there weren't many people in, in the stands. And so I had some great experiences as a kid. Well, let's look at the week to come for the Wyverns. They are playing the heroes to uh, close out the series. Then they're going to be heading uh, back home to play the Bears uh, in three games at home, as I said. And Saturday, they will be opening up with the Twins, one of our nemeses. Uh, at home again. So we've got a nice home stand the coming week. So hopefully that'll help us out and get those engines on fire. Uh, I'm looking forward to this week. Love a home stand when I get in there, get some kimchi and uh, French fries and <laughs> uh, watch a raucous week of KBO action. Matt, any last words? That's it. Go Wyverns and hopefully some happy dreams. Player Spotlight. Hey, Rick, it's the time of the show that we talk about KBO players in Major League Baseball. Today, we will discuss the LJ Twins' current left fielder and MVP candidate, Yunsu Kim. In 2006, Kim made his way onto the field for one at bat with the Doosan Bears. By 2008, he was a superstar, going 357 with 9 homers and 89 RBIs. From 2008 to 2015, he picked up four Golden Gloves and hit over 300 each season. After winning the KBO Series with the Bears in 2015, Kim decided it was time to give the big leagues a try. In 2016, he hit 302 with six homers and 22 RBIs with the Baltimore Orioles. After a great first half season, Kim began to struggle. His average in 2017 was pegged right at 231. In 2018, Kim returned home to play in the KBO, where he hit 362 with 20 homers and 101 RBIs with the LG Twins. Currently, he is tearing up the league, hitting 354 with four dingers and 26 RBIs. Well, welcome back to the KBO, Hyunsu Kim, and now it's back to you, Rick. Thanks for tuning in this week. That's it for us. Check out KBO Action, 530 Eastern every day except Mondays on ESPN and ESPN2.